Hey guys and welcome back to the channel. We have an absolute cracker of a preview to get through. It's Carlos Alcaraz versus Matteo Berrettini at Wimbledon for the fourth round clash. And I can't wait to get into this because Berrettini's playing some incredible tennis after a three-month layoff, really, after playing only one match before Wimbledon. But he's somehow playing some incredible tennis. And Alcaraz, of course, is one of the favourites. He's one of the favourites to make the final and meet Djokovic there. He's been playing some good tennis as well at Wimbledon. And he's the world number one. Before we get into it, remember to hit that like button. Do subscribe if you are new. And do leave a rating or review if you're listening on a podcast platform. Okay, we're going to break this down in a few ways then. So first of all, we're going to talk a little bit about how each player's look. So their run at the tournament so far. Uh, have a quick talk about who they've played against and how they've looked and the results. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the head-to-head, -head, which is 2-1 in favor of Alcaraz. They've never played on grass, though, so we won't touch upon that in too much detail because there's not too much to get into in terms of grass court analysis. And then, finally, I'll look at it from a more strategical and technical standpoint and go through how I think the match might play out. Both players have huge weapons, to utilize on this surface and it's going to in my opinion end up resulting in an incredible blockbuster and a very entertaining match with lots of winners lots of aces probably lots of uh, net exchanges as well and i'm looking forward to it and i'm here for it okay let's then talk about their routes to this stage so far so for alcaraz he's played three matches of course and the first round was against Shardy, straight set victory there. Muller was also a straight set victory, two Frenchmen, and then played Nicholas Jarry today. It was a really, really good match. Jarry played lights out. He really did against Alcaraz. I was thinking he was going to go to five sets in that fourth set when Jarry went 4-2 up, like he did in the second set. But Alcaraz broke back, like he did in that second set. Jarry won that second set in a tiebreaker. Alcaraz, though, managed to this time... Uh, not even get taken to a tiebreaker, but break him at five all after seven five in that deciding set. And Jarry has a relatively similar game to Berrettini big servers, big ground strike, especially big forehand. The backhand slightly different. Jarry hits the drive backhand a lot more than Berrettini, and I would argue it's a better drive backhand. But the slice, the slice of Berrettini is much better than Jarry's from what I saw. Net game is pretty similar, I'd have to say as well. And then you have to cater an experience. Berrettini's got more experience on grass. In terms of Berrettini's matches so far, he's played three very tough opponents. He could have lost any of these guys. And I have to say, his run to this stage is super impressive. Sonego in the first round, he'd be in four sets. He'd lost him at Queens in the first round. I thought Sonego was going to beat Berrettini. I did not expect to do this preview for Berrettini versus Alcaraz. I really didn't. And I'm so glad that I am. And I'm glad he proved me wrong because Berrettini is the type of player who can beat anyone on torn grass when he's playing his best tennis, honestly. So he beat Senegro in four sets. Good victory there. And then beat Dimoneau, who played really well in Queens, I thought. Uh, played a tight final against Alcaraz in Queens and lost. But he played some incredible tennis before that, beating Runa in the semifinals. And he's got great attributes with the grass. And he evolved in his style on grass to become more aggressive. And I thought he was looking good. 
Berrettini though, no problem beaming straight sets. And then Zverev today, I mean, this was an incredible performance from Berrettini, I thought. Really impressive from the Italian winning 6-3, 7-6-7-6. I mean, Zverev was serving 81% first serves in, 82% first serve points won, and 65% second serve points won, and still managed to lose. I mean, <laughs> just crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. Berrettini only had to save one break point, and he saved it. I mean, that is just incredible. 86% of first serve points won for the Italian, serving at just under 70%. Winners on four series 36 to 22. Net points won 16 out of 21 at 76%. So, look, he played an incredible level against Zverev. And I have to say, it's one of those matches that actually you have to sit back. And sometimes when Zverev loses in a grand slam, we say, okay, he should have won that match. On paper, he should have. But in actual fact, I'm watching the match. And you have to say, and just give props to Berrettini. He just played incredibly well on the day. So, Props to him, and it sets up this incredible encounter. So head-to-head, -head, they played each other three times, as I said earlier. Vienna was the first match, a quarterfinal. Alcraz won in three sets, 6-1, 6-7, 7-6. Then they played at the Australian Open. That's the big one. Uh, a five-set match in the end, and the round of 32. So that's the second round. Second round? Uh, around 128, 64, 32. No, third round it would have been. 6-2-7-6-4-6-2-6-7-6. So 10-5 in that final set tiebreak. It was a really tight one. And Berrettini came out on top in the end. Look, I mean, we can't take a huge amount from that because that's more than no, it's now a year and a half ago. Now Kratz has improved since then as well. Has Berrettini improved since then? Not so sure, but the surface isn't the same. So we can talk about that in a second. Um, Alcaraz also beat him on clay in the quarterfinals of Rio de Janeiro last year. 6-2-2-6-6-2. Berrettini are good all-round players, good on clay as well, and hardcore. Similar to Alcaraz in that sense. But the one thing I will say is that Berrettini's game and his preferred surface, I would argue, is grass. Uh, he has an incredible record on grass, and his serve especially in his forehand just so potent and he's got a good backhand slice and it means that he's able to utilize it effectively on the surface because he gets the most purchase out of this surface with that slice so let's talk about it from a statistical sorry from a technical standpoint and talk about some strategies that might be utilized by each player and how the match might play out and then ultimately i'll give you guys my prediction of course let's start off with berrettini because we just started talking about him so his serve is incredible when it's on fire like it has been at Wimbledon so far it is uh, you know close to unplayable and he is one of the top servers on tour he's in my top five in no particular order I've got Berrettini, Kyrgios, Isner, Apelka and her catch no sorry and uh yeah and her catch those are my five I think that's pretty safe. Ben Shelton now, though, to be fair, will be in the mix. Um, he's, of course, a, a newer addition to the tour, but he's incredible as well. So he's in the top five, and on grass, his serve is just bulked up even more. It really is. It's like a serve on steroids because the surface is so quick, it skids on even more. It just speeds up. It's a lot quicker than other surfaces like clay, for example, on hard courts. And he has a very good slice serve, especially from the juice side, which is 
I mean, he hits like he hits a hundred and fifteen, hundred and sixty mile per hour slice serve, which is just ridiculously quick for a slice serve. Even I've seen it go up to one hundred and twenty, one hundred twenty-one miles per hour. And his second serve isn't particularly slow either. We're talking about one hundred, one hundred and ten at times. So his second serve is not terrible, and it's normally a very good kick serve, which even on the grass tends to get up there, and it can be effective. He has all the serves in the book, honestly. Uh, flat serve out wide, down the tee, kick serve out wide, body serve. He's got all of the all of the variations that make an elite server. Uh, in terms of Alcaraz's serve, I'm going to talk about that now. His serve, I think, has been good to a degree. Against Nicholas Jerry, he served probably too many double faults, for my liking anyway. Um, I wasn't too impressed with his spot serving. I didn't think it was as good as it could have been. But but he still served 12 aces, 7 double faults. That's not great. 62% first serves in, 77% first serve points won, 52% behind the second serve. Okay, not terrible, right? Not terrible. He needs to serve well against Berrettini. Berrettini's returning, to be fair, is not the best, and he will play a lot of tiebreakers, which is why we saw against Zverev, and on grass it's more common. I will would imagine that we're going to see a tiebreaker, at least one, in this matchup, and then it's whoever handles that tiebreaker the best. Alcaraz's serve, though, is going to be into the Berrettini backhand more often than not. Now, on other surfaces... Alcaraz would win a high percentage of points going into the backhand return because Berrettini's backhand return normally would be a floated backhand or a sliced backhand, but it wouldn't have the oomph, really, or the purchase through the surface. It wouldn't get through the court as much as it does on grass. So Berrettini's going to be able to slice that backhand return, and in some instances, he'll be able to get to neutral. He will. Even in some instances, he might even get on the front foot if it's a good well-placed, deep backhand slice with pace all over the net. Um, it could make it awkward for Alcaraz, especially if it's to his backhand side. But Alcaraz will probably try in seven volley at times as well to try and nullify that uh, and make Berrettini think twice about slicing. I also think Alcaraz will mix it up. He'll go to the forehand at times. Berrettini is not the most natural returner, but what Berrettini is good at doing is attacking the second serve. Now, Alcaraz will want to serve a high proportion of first serves because he knows if he serves a lot of second serves, Berrettini is going to try and run around the backhand. He's going to try and unleash that weapon of a forehand. It's a hammer forehand um, that's so good on all surfaces. For Berrettini's serve against Alcaraz, Berrettini... He might look to go into the Alcaraz backhand, but I almost feel with some servers and someone like Berrettini, because he's just so good, he will be able to identify weaknesses in Alcaraz's return, but he's going to mix it up. And I think what he'll try and do is make it unpredictable so that Alcaraz is not able to read his serve because that's when it becomes difficult. Because Alcaraz, as a returner, when he starts to read your serve, it becomes dangerous. And Nicholas Jarry, for example, was breakpoint down against Alcaraz in the uh, third, sorry, in the, well, actually in the fourth set it was when he got broken to go 6-5 down. And Alcaraz had a second serve at uh, add up on his, on, on the return game. And Nicholas Jarry went kick serve into the back end of Alcaraz on the ad side. Now, it's the most predictable serve. He's been doing it all match. And I was just thinking, 
Okay, and Alcaraz went backhand winner down the line for the return. He he was already there. I mean, he was, he was, as Jerry was in the motion, you could see Alcaraz was just teeing up that backhand. He just knew it was coming. So that's something for Berrettini to bear in mind because, as I said, Jerry is a similar type of player to Berrettini in that sense. So Berrettini needs to be... You know, to be fair to Jerry, he was pretty good throughout most majority of the match. I think Berrettini, though, has good variation as well. He's pretty unpredictable, can be unpredictable at times with the serve. He's going to have to vary it up. He will. He will have to go into the forehand at times to, as a surprise, even though you might think, oh, Alcaraz's forehand return is much better than his backhand return. Not sure about that. I think they're probably equally as good. Alcaraz goes for the forehand return more, but he also misses probably more on that forehand return than the backhand return. I also think... Berrettini needs to go into the body and make it awkward for Alcaraz. He's got a big enough serve. His kick serve's good as well. I've seen people hit the second serve into the body as a kick serve, and I think it's a really useful tool as a variation. I think it needs to be utilized um, for sure. And it just tucks them up, and Berrettini's got the type of serve that would definitely be able to not necessarily hurt you, but make you feel uncomfortable even on a second serve. So for... Alcaraz, when we, we talk about the serve return dynamic, let's talk about how it might play out now from the back of the court, etc. So, let's be honest, Alcaraz is going to try and attack Berrettini as he does against all players. He's going to utilize the drop shot when he can. He's going to come to the net when he can as well. And he's going to be extremely tough to put away uh, from a defensive point of view, because Alcaraz is so good at being able to get to shots and make you play the extra uh, one, two, three shots at times, right? A forehand to forehand, though, Berrettini actually will have some success in that exchange, um, I think, and Alcaraz will try and access the Berrettini backhand as much as possible. The issue is going to be for Alcaraz that even though on other surfaces it's a real tactic to utilize and you can hammer the Berrettini backhand and you'll get mistakes. Uh, you'll get shorter balls. You'll get slices that you know maybe aren't coming through as much. Or dry backhand that's not really as hurtful. His sliced on grass and how he's been hitting it recently, it's difficult. And it's a weapon at times. And it's similar to how Federer used to hit it. I mean, it's maybe not quite at that level, but it's not far off. And same with Ash Barty on the women's side, who now is retired, but she used to utilize it a lot as well. He's not going to hit too many dry backhands unless he is really comfortable. He's got a lot of time. He's sat up. He knows he can really attack it. He's going to hit a lot of slices. Now, the question is, how does Alcaraz deal with that? Because his slice, I don't think, is as good as Berrettini's. Now, he'll try and slice them at times. Berrettini needs to make sure that slice is angled enough that Alcaraz can't make it into a forehand as well, by the way, because if he goes into the backhand corner and it's not well-placed enough, Alcaraz has incredible movement to run around the backhand and hit a forehand. And when he, if he goes into it with that forehand, Berrettini is going to be on, on the defensive on the forehand side. And Berrettini defending is exactly where the Italian does not want to be. He doesn't want to be defending. So he needs to be clever about how these rallies play out. He needs to make sure he's not getting hurt by Alcaraz consistently in these exchanges. And that means, yes, being able to the backhand slice when needed, but also trying to dictate as much as possible from the forehand, especially from uh, the middle of the court, being able to be the one who takes control of the rally earlier on. Um, his forehand crosses into out forehand, forehand line, 
I mean, I think all the variations on his forehand are, are very potent, I would say, for Berrettini. And both players like to run around the, the backhand and go into in or into out. For Alcaraz, you know, to get Berrettini on the stretch on the forehand side is going to be a real goal of his. And that's where Berrettini won't want to be uh, because he won't want to give Alcaraz opportunities to go into him. Because if he does, he's going to be in trouble. Similarly for Berrettini, you know, he's going to try and go into him. But Alcaraz defensively on the forehand side is better than than Berrettini he is. He definitely is. Um, so I can also see Berrettini doing what Sinner tried to do against, or did do against Alcaraz last year at Wimbledon, which is pummel the backhand side, but with angle and pace um, to try and induce errors. Because that can happen. And most players don't like defending in the backhand corner. I think Alcaraz is obviously one of them as well. And I think Berrettini will back himself to go slice to slice in the backhand exchanges I think and he will have some success uh, so that'll be interesting to see I wonder whether Alcaraz might even try now the problem is on grass it's difficult to do this but if you go high and heavy to the backhand side of Berrettini is he still going to slice the answer is probably yes to be honest um, and it's not going to rear up as high because it's not a clay court so it still won't be that awkward to slice it's, he's not going to be slicing at shoulder height for example probably so yeah it's going to be an interesting kind of battle from the back of the court. And I think the other thing to watch out for is that both players are going to come to the net. Now, Berrettini needs to be very, very clever with his court positioning because if he's too far behind the baseline and Alcaraz is managing to push him back in a lot of the rallies, he's going to be extremely susceptible to the drop shot of Alcaraz. We know how potent that can be. So he's got to be careful in that. He needs to try and hug the baseline and be as aggressive as possible and take the ball early. Alcaraz will try and do the same because Berrettini's got a decent drop shot as well. Um, but of course, he, he knows Alcaraz, you know, in comparison to the two players, Alcaraz has the better ability to get to those drop shots and get forward. Um, Berrettini, though, I, I, you know, he's definitely moves a lot quicker than you'd expect to someone of his stature. But he's still not as athletic as Alcaraz. I think we can all agree on that. In terms of the drop shot, so... It might not even be a winner from Alcaraz, but what we saw against Jarry was that he'll hit the drop shot and then, for example, Bertini might get there. He most likely is going to have to dink it and down the line or whatever to try and just make it. Alcaraz will then lob you. And that's when you're in trouble because nine, well, I would say 95 times out of 100, that lob is probably made. Uh, and it's normally a very good lob. So the drop shot lob combo is just a, it's a killer, and especially on grass. So Berrettini needs to look out for that. I think Berrettini should try and serve and volley when he can. If he feels comfortable doing it and he's serving well enough, I don't see why not. And I think it'll give Alcaraz something to think about. Uh, I saw Nicholas Jarry not necessarily just serve and volleying, but serve plus one volley against Alcaraz. And I think Berrettini will try and do the same, and he should. The issue is going to be as well is that you always have to expect that the ball's going to come back. Because with a volley at times... I saw today with Nicholas Jarry, Alcaraz was still getting there somehow and getting round to it and almost passing him. Berrettini's got to be ready to hit an additional volley uh, or ground stroke and just be prepared that the point might somehow get back to neutral and he has to then keep his composure. Composure is going to be key against Alcaraz for Berrettini. Kind down those unforced errors. And if I'm being honest with you, Berrettini needs to play lights out tennis. He does. He needs to be super aggressive with a serve. Um, like he normally is, to be fair, but especially with a forehand as well. And he needs to try and keep Alcaraz off his rhythm 
make it as awkward for him as possible and push him back and try and go toe-to-toe with him on the baseline. And when he can, shorten the points because the longer the point goes on, the more chance you feel that Alcaraz is going to win it. Uh, But Berrettini has experience on grass, so I'm interested to see how he gets on against Alcaraz. I would say this is his best chance. If they were to play on any other surface or any other tournament, I would say Alcaraz is is quite a big favourite. But on grass at Wimbledon, I actually think Berrettini has a pretty decent chance to at least do something. My prediction is Alcaraz to win, but in four sets. I think Berrettini will win one. It might be a tiebreaker. I wouldn't even be surprised if it goes to five sets. I would be surprised if Berrettini wins. But if he plays like he did against Zverev, it wouldn't be a massive surprise. Um, But I would still be surprised to some degree. Uh, Let me know your predictions in the comment section below. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe and well. We'll see you on the next video.